As a single professional, I had debt and no savings after my divorce. I always wonder how I can start investing in real estate to secure my future. I studied programs that gave me all the benefits of investing in real estate. Some claim I could start with no money, but I could not find one that gave me the practical, actionable steps I needed. As a wealth advisor, I've met people that own real estate, but weren't ahead financially. They were rich, but they weren't wealthy. Then I finally realized that there was one vital component missing that makes someone become wealthy or not. And on the show, I will reveal what I found and give you the step-by-step -step actions to start investing in real estate and increase your wealth. My name is Araceli. Let's get started. Welcome everyone. This is Araceli. I'm a wealth advisor and a real estate investor in the US and Canada. And today I have a treat for you guys. As you all know, my biggest, you know, gray hair that I have is because contractors. And today I actually have a contractor here with us, Tim Emler. And uh, he is going to tell us a huge story about how he is a contractor, what he does. And he's from California. Tim, can you tell us who you are, what you do, and how about uh, contracting with investors? So my name is Tim Millar. I'm in Palo Alto, California. Uh, I've been, I'm in my 60s. I've been building for 42 years and I've done over 550 remodels. I have bought approximately 40 or 50 rental properties, uh, investment properties. I've worked with uh, investors and um, I'm also a teacher. I teach construction, both uh, trade part and also to homeowners how to do that. Um, my background was different than most contractors is my grandfather was a builder, my father was. Uh, I went to school, I have a degree in construction management real estate. Um, in California, a lot of people speak Spanish in the trades. I am fluent in Spanish, um, but I also went to business school. And so I understand accounting and finance, project management, those type of things. So um, we do that. So that's a really quick background on who I am, but I have worked with uh, quite a few investors. And my advice to anybody, if you're going to buy rental properties, investment properties is it comes down to a couple things, but the first thing that came to the top of my mind is, does a property have cash flow? You know, does it have a negative yeah. on it or is it, does it carry itself is what I'm getting at. If you are buying and have negative on it and you're hoping for appreciation in my lifetime, I have seen property values go down three times mm -hmm. in California and you don't want to be caught in that position. Um, so that's a real quick introduction to who oh, I am. Oh, great, that's, that's amazing. And this is actually one of the things that I wanted to discuss with you and with the listeners as well, because the reason that I got a lot of gray hairs dealing with contractors is not because they don't do a good job. It's because sometimes they don't know how to manage their business. And the majority of tradespeople, they're really good at what they do. And they say, mm, let's go into business for myself. And, and then what happens is they don't follow up, they don't show up, or they think that they can do whatever they want, whenever they want. And sometimes it doesn't work that way. So it creates a lot of issues. And that is the difference when I talk to Tim because he is he has the business background and the technical background and all of the things that a contractor needs to know. So I know that he's actually coming up with a book 
and it is um, how to manage your home remodels like a pro and this is how basically you manage a contractor Tim can you tell us about the new book that is coming up yeah so that book um, the genesis of the book was uh, some blog posts but also I'm a teacher so I teach at the local high school a class on that and to getting to what you just mentioned the crux of that is most construction workers, I don't even say most people, most people have good intentions. They, they do in life. Most of the people I meet are good people. The problem with construction is there's very few people who go into construction by choice. Most of them have failed, maybe in school. Um, maybe they had problems with alcohol or drug abuse. And then we have a lot of immigrants who come here to the United States who are great workers. They're, they're fired up and they master a trade let's give them so that they understand a trade and then somebody says to them hey how would you like to remodel my home or my kitchen or my bath or whatever it is and what happens is those people go from being a sincere good trades person to becoming a business owner overnight so they're a trade well, person yeah. trying to do the work and trying to run a business in the evening and answer phone calls and whatever and go yep. shopping and whatever they have to do and preparing contracts and all of that. The flip side of that, and I'm going to put myself on the flip side is I am a business owner who happens to provide construction services. If you look at my hands, there's no calluses on them anymore. Even though when I started the business, we had them. So I think part of that, when you are looking for a contractor, you're going to want somebody who's a business owner supplying the services. So going back to the book you just talked about, uh, that book's a 150 page workbook. It explains the whole process of when you're doing a remodel. It explains the contract. It explains um, how you release money and when, how, I don't know, in Canada, do they do liens on houses, lien releases and stuff? Um, it, but it talks about lien releases. So it tells you how to be the orchestra leader of the process. It doesn't teach you how to be a carpenter or an electrician or plumber, but it teaches you how to be a project manager. Um, that book, I think we've had like 500 copies of it distributed locally here, you know, in San Jose area where I live. Um, but again, it's a tool on how to manage the process and to manage the contractor. Oh, and I would I love to it, have a copy of that because in my course, I actually teach people one of the things that they need to do is become a project manager. I'm a project manager in a different uh, industry, but I understand the concept of how everything fits together, how each one of the pieces fit together. And if you don't have it, then guess what? The whole thing gets screwed up and it's just right. not going to work, right? Because if you need the electrician to finish something and then you have the drywaller coming, it's not going to happen because you can't do one without the other, right? Yeah. And that is very important, I think, that for people to understand what is the sequence. You don't have to be an expert, but you need to understand what goes where when things have to be done. And that is part of project management, which is part of the business side. That's and amazing. as investors, um, I teach them that, you know, you're responsible for the whole thing. You know, acquiring the property, fixing the property and selling the property. You will hire people to do it, but it's still you're responsible and the best way to do it is hire the right person yeah. but at the same in the same token you are the project manager of the whole um project right yeah. and, so, and so that book describes how to manage like i just said that man that teaches you how to manage the process and it even has spreadsheets and what on there you know to keep track of your costs and how you're bidding 
Um, so yeah, it's super important. If you're not going to be a good project manager, the thing, if you do it right, you can make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, if you do it wrong, you can go broke very, very quickly, you know, Absolutely. and it can destroy your personal life, right? If, from the stress and, you know, what are you doing wrong or you're not home or whatever. Absolutely. Out. Because you know what? I think that the fixing mistakes is more costly because now you have to take down what you did fix it and then do it all over again, which it costs you pretty much double, right? To do. No, it's tr it, it, it costs you triple and I'll explain oh. why. So you do it once. So let's just say I'm going to wire, I'm going to install cabinetry. Okay. So, and it was done wrong. So we, we've done it once and now it's been done wrong and we've got to do it a second time. While we're doing it the second time, we should really be at the next job. Follow what I'm saying? So yeah. while you're doing it the second time, you've screwed yourself out of where you're supposed to be. So what most people don't realize, the cost is a triple triple whammy for rework. Yeah. You, you don't want to do rework. If you want to do everything you can to avoid it. Oh, absolutely. So that is the that's what is so important to really work with somebody that knows exactly what they're doing, right? or that you understand the sequence on how to manage them. I think this book is amazing. So I can't wait to get my hands on it. Okay, so show me the book. Yeah, so this is the book. And can you awesome. see it okay? Yeah. yeah. So, and then like I said, it's, it's eight and a half by 11 in inches, but it has all kinds of stuff and it has worksheets on how to do the process. So um, I'll let you know how um, to get it. Okay, so. Okay, that's excellent, thank you. Okay. Um, all, right. all the details actually are going to be uh, for Tim below so you can contact him if you are, especially if you are in the California area and you need your kitchen or bathroom renovated, uh, he's the person to talk to in Palo Alto. So, okay, perfect. So I love that. So tell me more about uh, your business. I know that you have another book as well. Yeah. And this is for contractors. So tell me about that. Yeah. So the, the second book was the, my fourth book, but that book is um, it's called the Million Dollar Construction Company. And what that's basically is a how to manual to go from a tradesperson to becoming a business owner. And the goal is to ramp up. And how do you get it so you make a million dollars um, and keeping your customers happy and stuff? So, again, that's a workbook for doing that. Um, and I've helped. It's really funny um, over the last year. I piloted my little program with 18 uh, construction companies. And it was just the funniest thing to hear people who were saying like, um, you know, before I met you and listened to what you said, I was making $50,000 a year, which in the Bay Area is nothing. You can't live off of that. Of course. So, you know, to all of a sudden I'm making $300,000 or, and I'm talking about not sales, I'm saying, yeah. you know, profit. Um, and I, I had one guy who was funny, a cabinet maker, and he called me up, he goes, Tim, I can't believe it since I listened to you and, you know, adapted your, I was coachable and had a growth mindset. He goes, I have $75,000 in the bank. I don't know how that feels. I've never had that before. So, um, so I do coaching and my construction business, I'm planning on doing it for one more year. And what I'm really doing is um, going into, I own a couple other companies. And one of those is we're coaching contractors how to, um, set up their business and run it profitably. This is amazing. Is that something that you do um, like nationwide? Yeah, it will be released nationwide. That's exactly right. Oh, that's yeah, amazing that because you know what? This is something that really any contractors that are listening to this, you yeah. really need to get in touch with Tim yeah. because I think that having a business set out the way that 
Tim does business, it is the one thing that it's going to give you even more business and it's going to help not only you, but the real estate investors that work with you. Yeah. If, right. if you're a contractor listening, you know, the, the one book, you know, um, the million dollar construction company, you should read that. But what I do with this book is, so let's say you were a contractor in Cleveland. Yeah. We make a copy of this book with your face on it, your name, your contact information, your bio, and then you can give that to your clients because well, you, you, you're dealing with contractors all the time. I have never had a contract, a homeowner say, everybody gives me a book on how to manage the remodel. Everybody says, nobody has ever done that. Yeah. So you differentiate yourself. So part of when I'm coaching these contractors, I give them a version of this book with their name on it and their contact information. That's a marketing thing. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. No, uh, amazing. So yeah. of course, you mo the more you personalize something, the better it is. And it's, you already have it done. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me, what would you recommend someone like getting into real estate investing to know about contracting, managing contractors? What would be the best advice that you can give somebody? Well, I think you need, number one, you need to understand money, right? Before you go spend it, you need to understand, well, first of all, what's your objective with your life? What are you trying to accomplish with your life? And not just the goals, but how do you want to be? And why am I saying that? Uh, for me personally, I start with how do I take care of myself, my health, right? My physical health. I'm married and have kids. How do I be the best version of myself to give somebody away? So you start with how are you going to create the best version of yourself? And then part of it, you've got to understand money and what you're going to do with it, why you need it, how much you need, all of those things. Because money's really nothing but a lever. It allows you to do things. That's what money does. And some people like to do a lot of things and other people don't. Mm -hmm. So um, if you're starting, I would suggest understand, you know, buying a property, what is involved with that purchase, all of the different costs, if you're remodeling and that the books have templates in it that show you how to do that. But then what's your end game? Are you selling it? Are you keeping it? Are you doing, I've done this before. I've bought properties with other people, right? What's the exit strategy? And so what I typically have done with those is we have a contract where we keep it for five years. At the end of the five years, I always have it. So I have the right to buy the other person out. And then, okay, if you're gonna keep it, well, how do we come up? What's the value of the house at these five years? And what we do is in our contract, it would say, so my partner goes and gets an appraisal for it. I get an appraisal for it. And then the two of us pick the third appraiser together. And okay. we take all three appraisals divided by three and that's the purchase price. So there's just different things. You have to understand the money part why you're doing it and then once you do it you have to find the right property right you know you have if you're going to find it then what is if you're going to fix it what's wrong with that what needs to be done what will it cost to manage it all of those different those different aspects so but i start with what is your life planning goals yeah understand real estate money and finances and then um the third one how do you rehab it what do you do with it yeah, you're giving away my course. Wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, remember, I come from the finance background as yeah. a wealth advisor. I have worked with many people. And believe me, I think that the need for understanding money is super important because people want to buy properties, but they don't even know why they're doing it right. or what are they going to do with it. They just think that buying a property is going to make them rich. And it, that's, that, that's, it doesn't happen that way. So... Yeah my course really is taking you from understanding your goals setting up a goal 
what are you capable of doing as well because some people like to do stuff i like to work on my properties but other people say i don't even know where the hammer is yeah. right yeah. so all of those kind of things you need to really understand yourself understand money and then now you can decide what kind of property right. what are you doing with it and so on so I totally agree with you. So I know that I'm talking to a person that is very experienced and that you've done this many, many times. Yeah. So thank you so much for uh, giving this to the audience. And I think that this is very valuable first for contractors and second for real estate investors, because having the right contractor is going to make you or break you. If you don't have the right person doing the, the, the job correctly, then your property is not going to sell for what you want or it's going to take a lot longer for you to sell that property or you know get it ready for renting if that's what you're doing so that is amazing tim how people can contact you if they want to get in touch with you i know everything is going to be below but for people that are listening I want the best. and remember i'm in california okay yes. so i have no idea actually and i have no interest in working on any projects or anything outside of palo alto california so I don't want to go anywhere. So I'm not interested in anything outside of Palo Alto. But the best way to get a hold of me would be um, my email, which is tim at kitchenbathpaloalto.com. So tim at kitchenbathpaloalto.com. Um, I'll give you my cell. And if you're going to use it, the best way to do it is don't just call me out of the blue. Text me first. Okay, so I prefer text. I get up at four in the morning, California time. So that's seven o'clock East Coast time. I think that's, isn't that Toronto? We're mm -hmm. three hours ahead of us, right? Yeah. So, um, but my cell is 650-888-4745. And like I said, um, if you're going to call me at 650-888-4745, please text me first references podcast so i know where this thing is coming from um and if i can help you um I, i'll try to do my best yeah and the thing is this is basically nationwide so what i'm really interested in is that you helping contractors becoming business owners doing it the right way first of all they're going to help themselves because they're going to make more money and they're also going to help all the real estate investors out there to manage their project more you know, easily and under budget and get the project done quicker because that's what we're looking for as investors, right? Yeah. May I have just one last thought that just entered yeah. my mind? So my thought is, so let's say you've gone down the road, you have identified your goals, you understand the business, you're going to get a property and you're going to have a general contractor. What I really, really strongly believe is when you are working with a contractor, you make it crystal clear, even though you like the person, we are not friends during this process. My goal as a contractor is to be your hired gun to build this project, what we talked about as fast as possible we can and at the cost we set. You as the investor should keep that, that is the, how we are going to manage a relationship. If you want to become best buddies and go watch football games after the remodel, do it. But what you should do is look at it as a business relationship. And if the project goes sideways in any way, for example, so you hire me to do it and I don't show up at, on time for a meeting and I don't call you and I don't show up for an hour or maybe the day, whatever the heck it is that 
as the project manager, immediately you need to come back and say, hey, look, Tim, you know, I hired you, we had a meeting, I was expecting you, or the electrician was there waiting for you, whatever the story is, you want to be in the position to be able to talk bluntly and candidly about keeping the project on schedule. And remember, the contractor's personal problems are not yours. So Correct. for example, oh, you know, the schedule says you're going to pay me $2,000, but please, can you give me 5000 because yeah. I'm behind on my house payment or truck payment or whatever. And you don't want to go down that rabbit hole. It's not a good good place to go. Absolutely. And I totally agree with you. Actually, when I go to the States, I do have a partner that we do this together. And I am the one dealing with contractors. He he really doesn't have the stomach to do that. Right. Um, I have, you know, and I'm very clear, like I'm very friendly and I'm always saying, yeah, this is whatever it is. I talk to you. We agree on the price. We agree. We sign the contract, everything else. But when it comes down to something like that, I did have a, a, an incident actually with an electrician mm -hmm. and he took a little longer and he said, well, you don't have to pay me the rest of it until I get the inspector from the city to approve everything. I said, no problem. So he called me and he said that he was going to take a week longer. And I said, okay, that's fine. Um, this job wasn't urgent. So I said, fine, it's a week. Okay. Yes. So I went the next week and he finished it and it says, well, I'm done and he showed me everything. Okay, so this is good. So I turn around and I'm leaving and I says, well, when is the inspector coming? I says, well, he, you know, I'm going to get him next week. Okay, so I turn around, go and it says, well, can you pay me? I says, well, no, it's not finished. That's right. And, and, and he was livid. He started yelling at me and everything. I knew you weren't going to pay me. I says, no, 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 no. That's not what I said. I said, when you show me the certificate that it's all done, I will pay you. That's the agreement. Yeah. So he called me later on, left me three messages. Then he called my partner and then my partner is calling me and says, you got to pay him. And says, no, I don't. Yeah. He said he has to finish and I said, don't, don't even say anything. Just leave him. He's going to cancel the permit. No, he's not going to cancel the permit. Just mm -hmm. let him be. Yeah, so that's a good point. You were controlling the job. Exactly. Yeah. Two days later, he calls me and I says, oh, I'm really apologizing. You know, I had a really big problem at home. Yeah. Okay, when are you going to finish? I didn't even argue with him. I just said, when are you going to finish? Oh, I'm going to finish tomorrow, whatever. And and that was the end of it. But this is the thing that you got to really have kind of the stomach for it. Yep. And, right. and, and be in the right point, right? Yeah, like, because what, what the, the other thing side of that is what happened is he delayed your job a week yes you have some overhead clock that's running every single day and it doesn't stop and your electrician may have just cost you 500 or a thousand dollars by not doing it on time mm -hmm. right so um there's a train went by um so that, that's the <laughs> problem so you want to make and have expectations set up. and i understand okay there's a snowstorm in cleveland right and everything shut down and we couldn't go to work yeah, yeah. i get that or sometimes people really get sick or they have a death in the family but my experience has been most of the time when the subs do not do their job right or on time it's because they're flakes they're they're trying to be a tradesperson and a business person they're running around and it yeah we don't manage the time correctly that's so correctly. and that's what it comes down to that's why it's important to have someone either that manage the the contractors or the contractor is a business person that is managing all the subcontractors so yeah. either either way
it's, it's that's the way it has to be. And along those lines, when we make a project schedule, it's really called a Gantt chart, okay? Graphical analysis and timetable. That's what it's really called. But it's, think of it as a schedule. And it shows when you start the days, what you're doing for work. But what we do is for our projects, for every four days of work, we put a slack day in, an extra day. Mm-hmm. What that really means is let's pretend we think a job's going to take 28 days of actual production construction. We take 28, divide it by four, and we get seven. We tell the homeowner, we do not tell them it's 28 days. We tell them it's 35 days. And we make a schedule and show those slack days where they are. Yeah, so, because you have done so many of them that you know that there is always going to be something. You're going to have a contractor that's going to be sick, or you're going to run a material and you're going to have to go get it. There's yeah. always going to be something there. So yeah. that is a very good point. And so that one other thing that you just you keep uh, making me think of things is the supply chain. You can't control the so- supply yeah. chain right now. And so what we're seeing is things are going sideways with, uh, for us in California at least, appliances mm-hmm. are hard to get. Um, windows, some of the window manufacturers mm-hmm. are back up um, up to a year we've seen now. Wow. And our appliances, we've seen a year. So um, what you want to do is order all the critical pathings, necessary things to keep the job, to stop it from stalling out and taking longer and longer. So it's all in, it's all in this book, all of that yeah. stuff. Amazing, that amazing. So, I love this. Thank you so much, Tim, for sharing all of these. This is a lot of wisdom for uh, all the contractors and real estate investors, for sure. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you sharing all of these. I'm sure I'm going to have you again uh, in the the future. But for now, I'm going to have to say goodbye. And thank you so much for being here. And all Tim's information is below. So Please contact him, especially if you're a contractor and want to get into being a business owner and make lots of money. So thank you, Tim, for being here. It's been a pleasure. Thanks so much. Thank you for being here on the show. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified when there are more shows available. And if you would like to have more information on how to start investing in real estate, please visit my website at www.arisalihernandez.com. Thank you.